if I want to see a thirst trap, I'll like go on somebody's Instagram. Like I know people post thirst traps there, but like. Oh, so you have your favorites. Oh, you best believe. And am I going to name drop right now, girl? No, you don't? I have a girlfriend. Two soft launches in a row is crazy. Hello, everyone. Good morning. I don't know if it's morning for you, but it's definitely the afternoon for me. We just wrapped up season one of Closet Talk. My name is Maddie, and we talked about so much of my life. And thank goodness that's over because, quite honestly, I'm sick of hearing about myself. And in season two, I'm bringing on lovely queer guests and artists to conversate with me about other queer topics besides myself. Today we have Scott Crest. Other queer people. <laughs> Are you straight? Babe, I'm not gay. Get out. I'm, that's not the me. door. I'm sorry. No. No, I'm so happy to be here. As your first ever guest, I feel like this is a monumental moment for me. So I'm like, wow. I feel like I've known you for so long, too. It just feels right. You're one of the long, like, I have known you the longest out of all the people that I know in L.A. You were like my first, like, L.A. friend. We moved here together. I know. We lived out of a hotel together for two weeks. Which is crazy. I feel like that was a bonding experience That was us. such a bonding experience. We got close. every morning. I went there. I actually saw the place, the hotel, when we were downtown. I was downtown the other day. Mm -hmm. And I, like, went in. I did a whole trip down memory lane because I was, like... You went in? I went in. And I like went around, looked at the, the elevators. It was, I forget how like big it was, but it was huge. Huge. It was like a mall. Um, but I just like wanted to take a, tr a stroll down memory lane. I would have cried. No, I it, like brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> really? I was like, because I feel like I've come so far. Like we both have come so far since then. You've come out. I've, I came <laughs> out since then. I, was, was I straight then? You were straight. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Every day you woke up as a straight man. I forgot that it was that recent. It was. That, that, that it's I only like been it. like two and a half years. No, I know. Two and a half is crazy. I know. I feel like I've been out forever, but... You haven't. I mean, I was, but I just wasn't, you know? Like, I knew. <laughs> but you didn't. But nobody else did. But nobody else... <laughs> but everybody else knew. No. No. I don't think they did. No. I think I did a really good job at, like, keeping it under the under the radar. I think, I think we should talk about how that happened, actually. I'm trying to think... Oh, okay, so it was actually you guys. Yeah. I was over at your apartment one day. And who was all there? I think it was me, you, and Cannon. Yeah, there's was, the three. Was of us. anybody else there? Was Literally, no. It was okay. you. It was me and Cannon doing something. I think we were trying to do that thing where we were jumping on the counter, and you were just over on the couch. Okay. And then, oh my gosh, I remember how it started. I go, every single person I know in LA is gay. It's gay. Oh my god, I remember this vividly now. Vividly. Because I remember anytime. Okay, so backtrack. Our whole friend group was like gay at the time every single one except for me right so i feel like these conversations did come up a lot like people would talk about being gay and mm -hmm. like every time i heard anybody mention it i immediately was like because i was so scared you could that, probably feel it because I, I was so scared the conversation was gonna like backtrack to me right and then this time it did it did <laughs> well i feel like it was also like i had known you for so long and i had already asked you kind of a couple times if you had ever like dated anyone yeah and you just kind of said no and so i figured it was a conversation you weren't ready to have yeah. yet and so you could just yeah at that moment, I was like, Scott, over on the couch. <laughs> Anytime anybody tried to ask me, I would always be as like vague as possible because I was like, I can't say, I don't want to say like a girl because then they're going to think that I was straight, even though you actually want to. A straight, so, one of them. But I just remember Cannon was like. Cannon I, brought it up. I, brought, I, I said every question and it was so direct. And I forget yeah. what it was. I think it was like, would you ever date a guy? Or it was something like that. I'm trying to think. I think it was something around that parameter as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just remember being like, okay, well, bitch, it's now or never. So yeah. I was like, I'm bi. <laughs> That's always the first step. But it's always know, the bi. And that was a lot, bitch. For me to say I was bi, I was like, I'm bi. <laughs> Even though I knew deep down, I was like, you're 100% a homosexual, but like, let's break it and easy to that. And then after that moment of time, I bought you a cake. 
you guys did buy me a cake. It was we like a to- buy cake. I forget what it said, but it was like something about crossing the street. Yeah, we tried to make like a buy pun on it. And then we just, we got it at Ralph's same day. Like we left they that, we left the door. And oh my gosh, you were living with us. You lived, we lived together. I forget about all the periods that I've had in like the short three three years in LA that I've been here. I feel like I have so many like memories that do and don't exist at the same time. No, I know. Like why is that complete era wiped out of my mind? I feel like I've lived 30 lifetimes. 30. So many. 30. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, we bought you a cake. And you've been the gayest person that I know since. And I feel like it was like a very fast, like rapidly changing thing after the bi moment. Like it was like, like one thing after one the thing other. After I remember other. I said I was bi and then like right after that I started dressing more gay. Started talking like how I usually talk. I wasn't like making it lower. Cause no. I feel like at the time I was like deepening my voice so much or trying to at least. My street voice is not good. Yeah. Mm-mm. You were very collected flamboyant and yeah. now you're just like an outward flamboyant. Now I'm fully out. Well, yeah. And it was so fast. I talk about this with you all the time, but I feel like it was so crazy, just the like character development in Scott. You were quite honestly one of the most like just based I was so people I know. I don't. I was. <laughs> oh, I think we're gonna say boring, but bitch, I was boring. <laughs> no, you weren't boring. You were just very quiet. Yeah. Very like it felt like monotone. You didn't. Re- you only used audios. You didn't use your real voice in your videos. I know, cause I remember I did a few times, and then I saw comments saying that like, oh my god, like he sounds zesty, like he sounds gay, and at the time I didn't want anybody to know, so I was like. <gasps> Back to the audios. I didn't know I that. So scared. I didn't yeah. know that because when I first saw your videos and I first started to get a like a grasp of who you were as a person, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, remember we would do those like group FaceTime calls? Yeah. Every night for like six months. Yeah, we yeah, would yeah. do group before, FaceTime yeah. calls before we moved to LA. And I was like, this guy is so funny. And you just refuse no, I you, I genuinely was like, he's so funny, but he doesn't put it in his videos and yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. And I didn't know that you like tried to, because I remember always like, being like once Scott. or twice. Yeah. And I just remember like at the time also I was in college or something, and I remember that like people would obviously be like, Oh, he's gay or like whatever. And I was scared that I like knew if I didn't talk, it would be obviously a lot harder like for people to realize that. Right. Because like from looks, how much can you really tell? Right. Because I feel like I looked like pretty straight back then you did so i was just like i'm not gonna talk and then they're never gonna know <laughs> so i'm just gonna stay silent for the rest <laughs> of my life and nobody will ever know but yeah the second the second that you came out your character development exploded out of the water in a way i've never seen with anyone in my entire life really yes that wasn't like a typical gay experience you feel no oh it was just so quick you kind of said it very nonchalantly and i'm sure on the inside you were panicking but then i don't know as time i, I guess like a in a week I saw a massive difference in you. Yeah. Massive. And it was like, you all of a sudden had a personality. You didn't really like censor yourself anymore. You started speaking in a way that (laughs) I have never heard anyone speak in my life. I feel like I know where you were going with that. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. You just became a little bit more vulgar, more open with like what you want in life. And like, thousand percent. Which is a man. Right. Yeah. And like um, the parts that maybe sometimes come along with a man, you know. Exactly. It no, was instant. I remember that. So quick. I feel like, well, it was just like, I feel like I had been keeping that in for so long. Did it feel good in a way? So good. Because yeah. I feel like a, like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and right. I could finally actually like be who I wanted to be and like right. say what I wanted to say and act how I wanted and dress how I want. All that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. And all that's that so stuff, like, babe. that must have just been like, oh shit, in the moment. And then all of a sudden you like break free and you're yeah. like, oh this is so cool because all my friends are gay. Yeah. All of us. I mean, that's what made it so much easier because I was like, if I didn't have that many gay friends when I moved here, I don't think I would have like come out. I feel like that was actually like my 
like realization that it would be okay mm-hmm. because so many people around me were gay so many people were okay with it yeah and i was like what is this because where i'm from girl like people would be like you're gay and like not in like a you're gay, you're gay! like in a like you're gay so but just to have everybody gay and then it was like i thought it was gonna be the biggest deal ever i was gonna be like they're gonna be like whoa like that's crazy yeah and then i was like i'm gay and everybody was like we knew we know babe we, <laughs> we know. know but like, I, we, like wait, I love that yeah. i feel like we fostered a good environment to be yeah. like it's okay little baby gay and then we watched it like flourish into the queer world yeah and it was beautiful i'm saying i don't think i would have come out if it wasn't for like that friend group we had at the time no because like, we were it made all, me feel so all supportive us. yeah so yeah and we loved you like and the second that like that happened like yeah character development beyond belief and yeah. then you just started to like exist more yeah you were always reclusive and then you just weren't no I you know. never like partied and now you're the biggest party i I've never left my, my apartment my my little your room. bedroom. I was in there. I was in your apartment. Seven. No, you I didn't know. leave your room. No, I know. And then you'd be like, "I'm going to the beach." <laughs> Disappear for hours. <laughs> yeah, but I never hung out with anybody. I never wanted to because I was just like nervy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because I, I was like trying to be straight. Yeah. Anyway, Terrible. do you post about being gay? Terrible time, girl. No, like do I post just about being... for the for the purpose? Well, like I've never posted about like being gay. Okay. I've definitely said things online where like people are like, okay, like one time. <laughs> like how vulgar can I be on here? Like I don't know. One time I said I wanted to like, um, what is the action that you do with a man where it's like, not like full, you know, like full moment, but it's like half moment, you know? I get you. I get you. I literally posted a video saying that I was like, sometimes I just want to like drop to my knees and you can fill in the blank. So I've never straight up been like I am gay, but like, you can fill in. The if blank. you put you know X Y and Z together, Y equals M X plus B. If I'm talking about you know. Then <laughs> have you ever gone so full FBI after seeing a guy on your for you page to find out whether or not he's gay? Oh, I feel like you would be full okay. screen monitors, like oh, FBI no, in your back pocket. I'm crazy, and I've realized yeah. that, and I've come to terms with it. But I will see somebody, and I'm like, I need to know everything about them. Everything. Like I don't even want to talk to somebody or entertain the idea of them until I know every detail about their life. Babe, I want to know their mom. <laughs> I want to know their brother. I want to know their sister. I want to find upbringing. their 2012 Facebook. I need page. to know everything. That's crazy. And I don't know why I do that. Maybe it's just because it like makes me feel safer inside, like knowing what I'm getting into. I don't know. Interesting. Have you stalked me before? Have we I, did kiss. Have I stalked you before? Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Really? No. So you guys, this is actually our soft launch. Yeah. We did in fact kiss before, and it was magical. It was. It was actually just. We actually check, both but... ended up in the fetal position after that. <laughs> no, it no, was no. for it was for an ad. It, it was, was a group ad. ad. It was a it was the only group ad I've ever done in my life. And we had like, we've always done this thing. I do it with everybody. I feel like you do it with everybody. It's like, mm, like you lean in a little bit. It's like, oh, oh fake kiss. It's like a joke. Like, it's like, oh, silly. It wasn't a joke. We connected. We <laughs> and then we, we both took the joke a little far. fell to the floor. <laughs> we're like crying and Liv was trying to do damage control. And Ethan was like, this is fantastic. Our manager was like, this is the best thing you guys have ever done. Because, yeah. Kissing it was one of my favorite crazy. ads I've ever posted though. That video was Me so too. fun. So fun. We so need fun. to do more of that. I forget that that Jules. even happened. Said that. <laughs> we kissed for That's we kissed good. for money. <laughs> we, kissed we kissed for the for check. Bag. And as we have Scott here, we are going to discuss we're going to discuss the queer moment in history. Where if you don't know what that is, it is a quite literal queer moment in history that has defined just queer culture in general, and it's like this pivotal moment in time that I feel like might guide the queerness in the future. It could be something that was extremely historic, as in like 2012, or it could be something that happened this year in pop culture-esque. That's a word, for sure. This week's queer moment in history 
is a queer ultimatum. Scott didn't know what an ultimatum was until 30 seconds ago. And I feel bad about it because I feel like I should as a homosexual, but <laughs> I'm so excited for you to enlighten me. So please tell me about do you it. Think, do you think ultimatums are innately a homosexual thing? Okay. So it was a straight thing first. Okay. And then they just brought on a bunch of they lesbians like for some reason. Season. Yeah. Okay. They were just like, let's rein in the queers. Right. Um, and I think it was so smart of them to pick women because just quite honestly, like it was so crazy. Just the drama. Yeah. Just filled the room and I think I watched as well as like we had talked about it earlier the straight version of the ultimatum the men didn't really say anything they weren't really open and I think it's just that like thing where it's like oh men don't talk about emotions yeah and then when they just got a bunch of like confrontational women together it was shit's gonna go down insane right yeah should I just give you a rundown of the show give me a rundown okay so the rundown of the show is there were five lesbian couples and they had been together for like a range of, I believe it was like two to like four years, each of the couples. And one person in the couple wanted to get married and one person just wasn't sure if it was the right person for them or the right time for them, whatever the reason was, they didn't want to get married. Okay. And then throughout the show, they break up. Like day one, you go in with your person and then you break up. Like hour one, she announced. It was crazy. She was like, and they don't know this going in. Yes and no. Yes okay. and no. I've okay. seen like background interviews where one person, I think it was Ray, was talking about how it was like, oh, they just told us we were going to this show to get therapy. They told us we were going to work on ourselves. They mm -hmm. never told us that you were what was actually happening. Yeah. Are you allowed to like walk out? I would have walked out immediately. Like, your guys are breaking up. And I'm like, nope. No, I think I'm not you sign a contract. <laughs> and I think you get a little bit of a check. So like, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're I think okay. you're stuck in it. And okay. so they break up immediately. And then the very next day they go on dates with everybody else that was in in an ultimatum. Then they have a day to pick a person to pick a person to live with for three weeks. That wasn't the person they came here with. What? <laughs> and then <laughs> they and then they break up with that person and move back in with their original person for three weeks. How long are they dating the person that they pick? Three, three weeks. weeks. Okay. And yeah. then one more time with the one the more original time with the person OG. for three weeks. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. then they just have to pick between the two? Yeah, essentially. They either go home alone, leave with the person that they came there with, or and the get married because they have to, they get, have married. to get married. They what have to get they engaged. Live, leave with the person that they found. Do they have to get married or are they like No. Okay. No. Just if they can just the leave with someone else. Okay. Isn't that insane? I would never do that. I would never do that. No, I'd be so jealous. I'd be like, you're going to what now? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're gonna go talk to somebody. Else. No, you're not. I feel like there was a range of like jealousy and confrontation throughout it as well, which was really I'm interesting sure. to see from like a queer aspect because it was like, oh shoot, I kind of resonate with some of this stuff. Like, just being able to witness that as like gay people. But I think it's so interesting because the age group of people was between like I think it was 24 and 34. Right, was the age group. That's a big gap, I That's feel like. That's a yes, but I don't think there was like that big a gap. Like I don't think a twenty four year old was, dating was going a with a thirty four year old. Right. Yeah. I think like there was like a thirty and thirty four year old, whatever. But like right. I think the craziest part about it is that they grew up in like a different era. Like I feel like we grew up with knowing what gay people was. Yeah. I think a lot of them grew up like deep in the closet. Right. And like could not say anything about being gay. Yeah. And so now they're just like thrown into this adult world where all of a sudden it's become very open and they're still figuring out so much about their sexuality. Yeah. So you'd never do that? God, no. <laughs> no. I mean, if I knew going into it that like we were going to have to see other people, I don't think I would. Unless I was like, I mean, I really have no room to talk because I've never been in a relationship, right? So like That's if crazy. I was in it, would I be like, 
and I didn't know if this person was right for me, like maybe I would because mm-hmm. then I'd be like, okay, this would be a good opportunity to like see if this is really the person that I like want to marry. Because I'm assuming that's why like most of them go into it, right? Like they're unsure of their like yeah. current relationship. Yeah. A lot of them were like, I just don't know if I believe in like one person, which is crazy. Right. Don't get married. Just leave. Of course. Just walk away. <laughs> I feel like so many of them, I think all of them now are not together. So none of them left the show like married with the original person? Well, there was like some twists and turns because there were some people in there in the show that were like reassuring their partner while also reassuring the new person <gasps> that they met. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why I don't trust bitches. This is why no, I don't, yeah. I don't want to date anybody. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good with dying single right now in my yeah? life. Yeah. Dead single? You, yeah. You'd be fine like not having like a little cuddle moment well, every night before you fall asleep? <laughs> No. It's so nice to be I'm held. just saying that to like protect myself from my feelings right now. Like I try okay. and sound bad bitch. Sometimes, you know, I'm like, I'll die single. No, of course not. <laughs> I want somebody in my bedroom tonight. But unfortunately, <laughs> I just have to say that because I don't have that. <laughs> you know, yeah, that doesn't exist on your. Yeah. Not yet. No, not yet, I feel baby. like I crave it too much for sure. I've always been like, oh, my gosh, I this is so beautiful. This is like what humans are made to do. It's to yeah. love. And then I'll get my heart ripped out of my right. chest. And be like, let's do it again. That's fun though. I feel like it adds spice to like life. Hundred percent. Because like, what is life if you're not like distraught, it's in shambles, so like, stressed out, spicy and fruitful? Right. Yeah. Like when I'm doing good in life, when things are a little boring, I'm like, I'm over this. You need to like, like let me text my ex what? right now because I need something. Oh, that's what you do. Yeah. When your life is a little bit, you don't do that. Boring. You text your ex. Of course. I don't text my ex. And I know. <laughs> and you know what? I get that. I do. <laughs> okay. I just knew, like, sometimes when life gets boring, I'm like, okay, what's one way to spice it up? Of course, texting somebody that I used to talk to because nothing is going to come of it. It's going to cause me absolute turmoil. I get texted and I'm going to be crying the next day for no reason. So that's why you're acting like an absolute, absolute crazy person. Of course, yeah. Because, like, life got boring. And Girl, I, like, I thought you just, like, desired constant you, torture. Well, I mean, maybe that is what it is, like, when push comes to shove. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> So you've never had a boyfriend? No. I like I've gotten close. I feel like like I've had multiple talking stages. Yeah. But nothing that has come to like the full boyfriend boyfriend type thing. Yeah. I don't know why that like throws me for a loop a little bit. Do you think if the perfect man came along tomorrow, you'd be like boyfriends? I don't know. Because the thing that stresses me out the most is I feel like I came out so late that I feel like a lot of people have so much like mm-hmm. experience on me because mm-hmm. like I've only been out for like two, three years. Right. So like in the grand scheme of things, like I feel like I have the mentality of like a 15 year old dating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm in middle school because like, yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I feel like a lot of other people, they came out early. So like they know like how a relationship even works. I, like, like I remember the first time I talked to somebody, I didn't even know what we were doing. I was like, what is going on right now? Like, what am I, <laughs> just, am I supposed to be talking about, like, if I like you? Because I haven't said that once. You didn't tell him <laughs> no, you liked I did. him? I'm being dramatic. I'm being okay. dramatic. But, like, I didn't know, like, when to talk about what we were, like, any of that. I just had no idea what we were doing. I tried to have the what are we conversation with my current girlfriend. Yeah. Like, three months in we were laying there in bed and i was like so what are we and she was like i don't know and i was like cool 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 i don't i don't either like i don't yeah i don't know it's funny because i feel like three months is such like an average like it's three months it's is make three or months. break three months is so make or break like yeah. it was like when we first got together it was that like oh are we gonna are we gonna date like what's right. going on like i don't know yeah and then all of a sudden it's like three months comes around i'm like you're either mine or you're or out girl. Like, on, right. i i need to be with you yeah and that's it. 
It's so funny that I feel like that's such a universal experience that at like three months is when it's like. Was it yours three months? I think I don't. Most of them that I've had have been three months. That's crazy. like right at three months. And, and you I just think it's why. because of like a lack of an, a lack of experience. A thousand percent. Okay. Like I feel like other people just have experienced so much. They're more mature when it comes to dating, and I just don't think I'm quite there yet. Like I think I'm getting it. Yeah. No, I I'm think you're getting, getting it. it. You are. I think I just had to have some immature experiences to like get to that point. And like now I'm there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I did that too. I mean, I think like this is the probably like the most like, oh, steady mindset I've ever had about dating anyone mm -hmm. because I had to go through all of like that stupid oh. stuff. Hey. Okay, soft love. Hey. No, no, no. Is there, you have to go through all that <laughs> stupid stuff. You have to learn and you have yeah. to like experience life and you have to grow before you're like, oh, I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's crazy because I think like I've dated so many people that I have too much experience that I like know whether or not it's going to work out instantly. That's a, well, I feel like that could be dangerous because you don't know somebody instantly. But you get the vibe. You get a vibe. I, I think based purely, I, I am so delusional that I think based purely off of eye contact, whether or not I'm going to marry someone. Really? I can look at you and be like, yes or no. Really? So by like physical appearance, or more like like chemistry that you have. Like more like chemistry. Contact. I'm not over here like looking right. at your body or anything. Right, but like, but we were having a conversation. I was just like, hey, like, how was your week? It's you. You're the one. We need to move everything out of the way. I need a ring. I need a nail. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I genuinely. No, eye contact is hot. I'm not going to lie. I love. <laughs> Yeah. I love eye contact. I didn't even realize it was like a big thing. Yeah. Until I saw it on TikTok and it was a TikTok talking about how you can like make somebody fall in love with you through eye contact. Yeah. And it was like you can do some method where you like like look at their eyes and then like look at their mouth, mouth. and then look back up at their eyes. eyes. Yeah. So bitch, you best believe the second I saw that, I started trying it on everybody it's I It's like knew. a little triangle effect thing. And I think it works a little bit. They're like Are you are you trying it out on me? I can try, I can try. Okay, go. So You did it oh, that was good. Was that was good, quick. Was that was a, a good little, pace. That right? was a really good pace. I'm practicing. I'm still learning. But Did you like fall in love with the TikTok person that was teaching you how to do that? You know what? No, because it was a girl. Oh, and they weren't queer baiting you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were not. They were not. She said you liked being queer baited. You know, <laughs> let's not put all my dirty secrets on the Internet now. Come on. It's OK. I do. Too. Sometimes it's just like, how do I want to say this in a way that is, you know, cutesies? I'm OK with it only because. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the man is hot, you know right. what I mean? And if they want to make me feel a little spicy, like, I'm good with it. Right. I'm good with it. You're, you're all right with it. Right. When do you think it becomes a bad thing? That's an amazing question. I know. <laughs> I, I just have so many of those. That's an amazing question. I, I think know, I would love to know what your answer you, My is. answer? Okay. I, think. I think it becomes bad when it's like simply to hit that like inclusivity quota or check mark oh okay yeah in like tv shows i'm or so on board with that i think like now it's become obviously there have been so many movements towards like queer shows and like film and like i don't know for me i've seen so many shows the summer i turned pretty where it was like they take they embody every single kind of like LGBT person and they just kind of put it in one person mm -hmm. and then they just kind of like let that person exist with like the weirdest personality or no personality zero character development and it's literally just to kind of have put a gay person in just it. to put a gay person in it yeah. and then it's like usually I don't think it worked out in that context but like 
I'll, I'll be scrolling through TikTok and I'll see like an edit and it'll like have the name of a show or like a movie in it. And it'll be like, oh my gosh, this like, there's like a gay moment. And it's like edited and this really cool like cab cut thing. I'm like, man, I wish I could edit for some reason right now. Yeah. And it's just like the transitions are so smooth and it convinces me to watch the show or the movie. And that person in it has like 30 seconds of like screen time in total of like the entire movie. And it's just like, girl. girl. <laughs> yeah, it's just. No, that's crazy. I mean, I was thinking more like, Queer baiting, as in, like, there's, I feel like a lot of TikTok boys that will, like, obviously feed into the queer baiting type situation. And, like, that, I'm not gonna lie, I'm okay with it. It's like, do do you, babe, get your view, whatever you wanna do. But that's, like, crossing the line, I feel like. Yeah. Just trying to hit a quota of, like, adding a gay person to this, adding a gay person to that. Especially if they're not, like, actually giving them a character, like, development arc. Yeah. If it's literally just to be, like, yeah. Here's our gay person. They Here's our gay. twice. <laughs> Our show is, you know, gay. <laughs> they could, I don't know. It just feels like they're just like this entire show and this entire plot. And every 30 seconds, they'll just be like, slay. And they'll be hey. like, we did it, guys. We got a gay person up in there. <laughs> we did it. Do you think queer baiting has become more like prevalent on social media in like the coming of years? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I want to say yes because I just feel like there are a lot of men who just feed into it because it's like it works. Right. You know what I mean? Like the gays are going to eat it up every time. Every time. Every single time. And if they know it works, they do it. And I feel like as they've like learned that, that it's gotten like progressively worse. Yeah. Then they don't clarify. They know what's going to work. I think it's like also difficult because it's like you can define queer baiting within a person. You can be like, oh, this straight guy is queer, queer baiting. baiting. Right. For sure. But then you think about it, it's like maybe he's too scared to come out. Maybe he doesn't want to say anything. Right. It like gets to the point where it's like, okay, is he closeted or is he doing it for views? Because right. at some point, it's like you're completely basing an opinion off of somebody that you don't really no. know. And it's like, are they just struggling with their sexuality really hard? Or are they actually queer baiting? Or are they actually queer baiting? You know what? That's a really good point. Yeah. And now I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I always like to play devil, devil's advocate because it's yeah. like, you don't know. No. Because now that I think about it, like, and girl, then it's I like, could have been queer baiting when I was straight. True. Like, if I, like, did a shirtless like you could say i was technically queer baiting i have your thirst traps on my favorites in and my phone my those snapchat thirst traps i did bitch. shirtless baby girl i'm not you had just no clothes back on. To them, sorry i'm like shaking a little bit because <laughs> i remember around I your waist, them, <laughs> fresh out of the shower and i remember in the moment i was thinking like let me lower this towel as low as i possibly can let me fog up this like shower mirror a little bit and let me take a photo because i know it's going to give every view on the podcast. you even had your hand on your chest no i did like a little like neck grab i was like you did i have it so, but is that technically queer baiting? Like, I don't, I don't think my intent with that though was like to attract men. To attract men. You just wanted to attract anyone. I just wanted to attract anybody. Right. So I guess it's your intention too. Like, you were just desperate. Right. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Story of my fucking life. I would too. <laughs> Sometimes when I need to Snapchat you, I lower that camera like way right. down there, and I'm right. like, of course. You gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, I didn't. You know what? Looking back on it though, I didn't even do it in like a attention way i guess i mean i wanted that out of it but like the pictures were so god awfully bad like i didn't get that because right. what was i doing like i wish i could show you guys one because it's actually like what was do you I want doing? one do you have them i have two you have them that accessible have, they're in my favorites sweetheart oh god in my favorites album on my phone no i did that too and i think it's like it gets to the point where social media too nowadays has become so surface level it's the first yeah. thing you see yeah and it's like when you're scrolling through your snapchat explorer your snapchat discover it's all it's shirtless, all shirtless men. like that's it all shirtless no men. i know and i'm a lesbian yeah it's all shirtless men yeah and sometimes i'm even like 
how do you look like that? Yeah. I get a little interested and not like, oh, a no, weird me too. Way. You best I'm believe. just like, I'm just like, I girl, just, they all have like a hundred stories up, but you it is, best believe when I see one of those ad pics, I tap through those hundred damn stories. I give them that ad revenue. And it's like so many of them. No, I Here's know. one. No, that's the one that I'm thinking of. Okay. There's one with like a towel though. Yep. Here's another. Oh yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have them both right there. Show the camera. Cause it is. And don't think of me any different after you guys see this. You know, I'm still me and I'm still Scott, you know, who I am and who the you guys fact, love and know. The but. fact that I knew, like, in three years we'd be laughing at that is perfect. No, I, right. I think it's also, like, I, I want to know if you experience this because this is something that I go through in social media every single day. I'll look at my stuff, even this podcast, like, from a month ago and be like, oh. I know exactly. I do that with stuff I posted a week ago. A week ago, like, I'll be like, "Oh my, I look so hot right now." Like, <laughs> I'm eating this up. I'm eating this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then yeah. it's like spoiled rotten dessert the next week. No, I know it's so bad. I look back and I'm like, I like cringe so badly. I'm like, I don't know who you thought you were. I don't know if you thought you were funny. I don't know if you thought you were cute. But you were none of those things. Take this down right now. It's humbling. And then I like have to convince myself like not to take it down. I'm like you're good. Just leave it up. You just don't identify, you know, with that version of yourself anymore. And it's That's like a week okay. ago. And the thing is, there's changing so quickly. And like, no, I think no. it, it's worse when I go through this rabbit hole at three in the morning and I'm trying to completely re-identify myself in the middle <laughs> of the night for absolutely zero reason at all. And I just go through my old videos and I'm like, you never existed. And I delete everything. I do that sometimes too. I did that like a few months ago because I remember for the longest time I was on TikTok, it was all my like straight content. Yeah. And so I had so much of it, like at least six months that I literally privated all of them because I was like, like, I don't want y'all to see this. This is disgusting. So bad. This is nasty. So bad. I remember we we posted so many videos together. All I would take on Snapchat was those filters with all the smiley faces all over my face. I know ex I know you know exactly Wait, what I'm talking about. I did the filter so heavy, and now that I think about it, like that was a terrible time, a dark place in my life. What was that? Dark place. We looked like Smurfs, took a bunch of no, dookies like, on our I, face. But at the moment... I thought I was serving. I was like, this is getting face. I have like, I'm like, I'll think about a selfie. You know how like, I think men kind of do this too. I do this one too. I take one good picture of myself and I'm like, this is the picture of myself. Yeah. And I use it for like everything. Months. Emotionally too. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, I look so bad right now. I need to go reference this selfie. And then I'll go back <laughs> and look at it. And I have all these like selfies like in my favorites in my phone. And I'll just look back and be like, why did I think this was good? good. Yeah. I will look so bad. No, I do that all the time. Yeah. But I think that's why it's growth. It's growth. It's growth. <laughs> Looking back and being disgusted at yourself is Sometimes growth. I look back and I'm like, you know what? You've come a long way. You have. And that's how you That's how you have to look at it. Yeah. Like, even if it's surface level, like a week ago, did I look ugly? Maybe. Mm -hmm. But I don't anymore. That's all that matters. And that's today. <laughs> all that matters is the present, babe. Right now. The more thirst traps that I post the more I find myself on that like thirst trappy side of TikTok with people who look so much cooler than I look. I'll look <laughs> at people and I'm like, how do I physically, emotionally, and everything from within present myself as these like six two skater boys yeah. with just like a lanky build, the clothes fit them so perfectly, they have the perfect sense of style. I don't know, covered in tattoos. <laughs> Sorry, hacker, babe. No, like, I just want to look like these people so bad. Yeah. So bad. And I feel like I cater myself so specifically towards a certain algorithm. Uh -huh. And then once I see these, like, gay people that I want to look like, it's all I see. Yeah.
I think algorithms are so quickly changing though. Yeah. Like so quickly. I'll so scroll fast. and I'll like one cooking video and then five minutes later. They're all cooking videos. It's all like, want to make macaroni? <laughs> no, I know. I did this with something recently. What did I like? Oh my God, a dog video, bitch. I saw this. Those dog thing. videos are so prevalent. Oh my God, I saw a little dachshund or a dash on the wiener dogs. And I was like, that's cute. Let me like it. My for you page was dogs for three days straight. Yeah. Like never changed. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Who do you think? I can't even think of like the name. I can't even think of who it is for like lesbians or like girls. Mm -hmm. But who was like, like the thirst trapper for men? Men specifically on TikTok. Is it like, is this a gay person that we're talking about or can they be anybody? I would say one of each. Like okay. a gay man and then one that's just like, it does it for everyone. The way that I don't even know that many like gay thirst trappers, I'm trying to like think. That's what I'm my... trying to think of. I don't know that many. Like I'm thinking off the top of my head, straight people like Vinny Hacker. Vinny Hacker. No, right Beck. off the bat. Right off the bat. Yeah. I don't see Noah Beck thirst traps ever. Really? I just see him like living his cute little life in France. He does post more like aesthetic stuff now. Like yeah. You. But like thirst like on the Insta, on the Snap. I just followed him on Instagram. Okay. So I see his. Oh no, you best believe I've been. <laughs> oh, you've been. I've been following okay. babe. Yeah. No, I. But like gay yeah. thirst trapping people, I don't really know. Like I'm trying to think. Like I see a few of them, but they're usually not like big creators. They're usually like, like of creators or like something like that. Where oh, they're like, like edits. Yeah, or just like, like OnlyFans people who are like a little smaller. Like I feel like I see them pop up a lot. Okay. Or there'll be like Twitter, like link in bio, you know. Yeah. Or it'll be the guy that catfished you for like. <laughs> oh my god. Can I give this story because it's crazy? Yeah. No, it's actually crazy. And this is why I no longer actually identify with the gays is this story right here. And I'm turning straight after this because I matched with this guy, okay, on Hinge, Tinder, whatever the frick. And we started talking on Snap immediately, okay? Yeah. And I'm talking, talking long time, okay? We would spend probably like three, four hours at the end of the day talking on Snap. We would just Best sit comments. on Snap. Like, I'm talking nobody leaving, like, the chat just like nobody back Nobody leaving the forth. chat goes so hard. It's so fun because it's so, like, witty. You're bouncing back and forth, yeah. whatever. Um, so we would do that like every night for a while and then I asked to hang out eventually like after a week and he was like I'm busy or something. He was like, okay, I don't care whatever He told me like I'm telling you he built up a whole thing about like what his life was like he went to Paris He lived in Paris. He said he goes to UCLA now I know nothing about this man actually, but he wanted to have a horse when he was older his favorite color was White like why do I know all this still? I don't Wait, know this is so cute, but I'm telling you because I was invested I don't know why we just had such good convo. Yeah on snap good convos more than worth more than anything so good I was like this is so witty. I just want to hang out then obviously push came to shove things got more like Weird as the longer the time went on we still weren't hanging out. I was like this is really suspicious Never did I ever put together that I was being catfished. I don't know why that should have been at like the top of my head He was oh, hot and he was also sending snaps. He was like so I found out he was taking snaps from this person's Pinterest. Visco. 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 And then like remixing them on Snap. But they would send us like an actual like red picture snap. It That's wasn't just terrifying. like in the chat. Yeah. So I was like fully believed it. He would send like thirst traps, whatever. Then one day I'm going to film a YouTube video for reacting to thirst traps. And I see this man on my following. And I'm like, maybe he just didn't want to tell me he had a TikTok. He has like a million followers. So I was like, I immediately brought it up. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, I actually have a girl and I just didn't want anybody to know, but it was nice talking to you. And then blocked me like so fast. Yeah. And I'm talking, I talked to this man for probably like four or five months. Yeah. I fully had like an, an identity of them like made in my head. And I think it actually caused me trauma now that I think about it. But that's a different story. I feel story. like that would be extremely emotional and damaging. Yeah, for sure. No, but I like, think it actually caused me trauma. Do you have your reaction on video of you finding this man? No, because it was like, let me find like some videos to react Ooh. to. And then his popped up. Yeah. And I was like so Delulu at the time. I thought when I brought it up, he would like fall for me and be like, oh, sorry. Like, 
but this is who I actually am. Instead, he just blocked me. So that's crazy. Who so do you fun. think he was? I don't know. Like he could be some guy, like forty-five-year-old construction worker named Jeffrey in the middle of Alabama. You don't know. Don't tell me that because that's gonna make me freak the oh, out. Oh, right I'm kidding. He's real. No. <laughs> <laughs> he exists. Imagine he's like actually like fifty and like gross, horrible, scary, terrifying. But he would. And I don't know why I didn't put this together. Sometimes he would send snaps that weren't his face and it was like low, it was like abs. And I could tell that it looked like a little different than like the face pictures he was sending me. I was like, this guy's like a little more tan. But then, you know, I was just doing Lulu. So I was like, maybe he was like on a trip to Hawaii. Like he's just got some color right now. No girl, it was a different person. How did you like (laughs) look for thirst traps? Did you just like scroll until you were just violently on a queer algorithm, gay men I like liked three thirst traps and then it was just thirst traps. That's crazy. Thirst shops. You can like curate your for you page so easily. So easily. Like. So quickly. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do that thing. I also use TikTok as Google now. Like anytime I want to know anything. I grew a garden yesterday. Yeah. Only from TikTok. No YouTube. No Google. TikTok. I'm the same garden. Way. Flourishing. I was, I was like sick a few weeks ago. And usually your first thought would be like, let me go to like the doctor. I was like, TikTok, I have a sore throat and my head is hurting really bad right now. What do I have? And I'm telling you, there were so many videos that were like, it could be the flu, like it could be cancer. And I believe them. <laughs> so. No. And then some of them with like the, the extra, like, I guess, performative, like graphics. Yeah. Where they're like, this is what's going on in your lymph nodes. You're like, I believe you. Because it's so specific. So specific. I feel so like they have like a, like a physician's like doctor degree. And I'm like, yeah. you know what you're talking about. And I believe you. But then you're over being sick and you have all these videos about illnesses. No, I know. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't as dramatic as I thought. Yeah. I actually just had the flu. Not a brain tumor. But do you sometimes like cater your algorithm to see more hot guys? Honestly, really? No. Because I'm like really? over it. If I want to see a thirst drop, I'll like go on somebody's Instagram. Like I know people post thirst drops there. But like. Oh, so you have your favorites. Oh, you best believe. And am I going to name drop right now? Girl, no, you don't? I have a girlfriend. Two soft launches in a row is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) In the same podcast, girl. In the same podcast. You're really putting it out there. Oh, hot men. Right. (laughs) Um, Sorry, my favorite topic. (laughs) My favorite topic, too. I love that. No, I definitely have the people that I know. I'm like, they're a good thirst shopper. Oh. Is that like weird to say? No, okay. I think I think it is like so impressive because I'll be scrolling and I'll be on like seeing all these hot people yeah. just like very objectively. And I'll be like looking for sounds because I'm ready to thirst trap. Right. All these hot people, they're hyping me up. They're making me f- feel so good. And be like, yeah. I can do this better than you. Yeah. I can look hotter than you and I can make myself look so good. And then you open the phone camera. Girl, it looks like a troll. No, it's rough. It's rough. It's so bad. I'll try and like film them sometimes too. And I'm like, okay, if I try it, like I can eat. And then they all stay in the drafts, babe, because like sometimes I'll set up the phone and just feel so sad. I walk away. Yeah. With the phone in the room. Oh, just, no, I, I need to take a lap. Me too. Let's humble myself. I get that. Yeah. I was about to pull out a thirst trap that was in my drafts. Yeah. But then I was like, it's too much. I can't show the people. Carter watched me thirst trap yesterday. That was humbling. Watching somebody thirst trap is like you get secondhand embarrassment. I was. It was bad. It's awkward. It was really bad. <laughs> but he's, I feel like he's so just like used to me yeah like it's like very it wasn't very effective yeah and i'm not trying to impress him so like whatever but i was downstairs and i was like standing in the bathroom and i was like trying to do all the freaking angles i don't understand how people do that thing oh that took me an hour that's what i'm saying and it was the, not good the angles are so sharp and i'm no, just over here like just like a discombobulated antelope like no, I, I can't okay they're hard to do like I, I props to them like for people that say that they transition like thirst shopper people are putting in the work girl so impressive i can't do that with my phone so no, me neither i'll do it and Credit then it'll look like like a T-Mobile ad. Anyway. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Oh, that used to be the scariest thing. Did I, When you were straight, did anybody be like, so like I have a question? 
Oh yeah. Oh bitch. Oh yeah. I would shit myself. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew I would always be like, they're gonna ask right now. Really? Okay. That must be like so like treacherous. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, I'm about to ask that's you who your gay that awakening brought, was. That brought back like PTSD, but yeah, what's the question? Okay, okay. okay. So I asked on my Instagram with a cute little picture of us. Actually, let me show you. Have you seen it? Maybe, maybe not. It was a picture know. that we sent to our manager yesterday. Just like very oh, the, yeah, yeah, the posted best that picture. for everyone to see. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Ask me and Scott gay questions." And the first one was, "Who was your gay awakening?" So, like specific person, I feel like I actually had a few of them. I'm gonna say Ross Lynch from Austin and Ali. I remember watching Austin and Ali when I was young, and I was like, "This man." Like when he was Austin. Like when he was Austin. Because like, Ross Lynch now is and Ross Lynch now is still my gay thing and more. Everything and more. When I see that man on my For You page. Okay. <laughs> that, and we're going to end it there. Yeah. You, know, you can interpret the rest. But also, No, I stopped too. I'll, I'll, I'll stop in my tracks for Ross Lynch. Oh, me too. Those yeah. like, I when he's at his halt. concert. My girlfriend and I watched a thirst trap of Ross Lynch together. And we were like, this is incredible. understandable because he's, he, he's always at like the concert and he's like like sweaty. And with the and cowboy it'll be him hat, and he'll be like. him just like slowly turning yeah. on and taking off his shirt. It's like, this is like art. This I know. is so no, it's beautiful. Majestic. <laughs> So you'd say Russ Lynch. Russ Lynch. Or the men's underwear section. I, w- I was going to say that if we were talking broad, because I remember like when I was younger, my mom would take me like back to school shopping. Yeah. And I'd be like going through the men's underwear section. And I'd be like, oh my God, they're giving eight pack. They're, they're yeah. like tan. They're chiseled. Chiseled. And then I would go in the women's section. I'd be like, girl, what the f- this? <laughs> Let's just like. Let's go back. We're going to go vice versa here because same, <laughs> except Victoria's Secret. I'd walk by there and be like, boobs. No, baby. That was my like. That was my personal hell. Really? I saw that and I was like, Ooh. I'm like, I think I'm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Twelve year old me was blushing yeah. hard because it also like came with fragrances. Like yeah. it wasn't just pretty. It was just like, oh my gosh, it, it smells incredible. like lavender in here. Yeah, yeah. It smells like actually every scent ever. Now whenever I walk in, I get a headache. Yeah. But mine was Haley from Stick It. Have you seen? I've seen Stick It, but I don't remember Haley. And I remember you said the that, main but I'm like, character. Pull up a picture of Haley because I feel it's like a, it's a. It's a. I feel like it's gymnastics. You would know. I I remember seeing the movie. Incredible. It was like cheerleading, wasn't it? It I was. It was this part. It was the part where she got in the bathtub. Wait, maybe I've actually never seen Stick It. Goodness What's the gracious! One cheerleading. Is Stick It? Goodness gracious! No. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Bring It On. Bring It On is so good. I don't think I've seen Stick It. Really? Bring It On is really good. Though. Yeah. Okay. This is actually like we're gonna get a little deeper here. Somebody okay. asked us, "What was the biggest obstacle you had to overcome to finally accept yourself?" Ooh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just I like, didn't expect huh. these hard-hitting questions. Right? Like biggest obstacle to that you had to overcome is that yeah, what you said? to finally accept yourself, like feel comfortable in who you were. You go first. I need a second to like think about my answer. This is this is so hard-hitting. I would say it's like such. It was never an external obstacle. It was always like I was my just going to say I was scared about people, what people were going to say. I think judgment was yeah. the biggest obstacle that I had to overcome because no okay. matter what somebody out there is going to judge you like you are always yeah. going to be judged you cannot continue your life like caring about what other people think yeah i think perception is was it for was me. my biggest thing yeah yeah really but what like once i came out like more accepting myself i don't really because i feel like i did always accept myself like i knew from a young age i was gay i didn't like f- like feel bad about it or anything i was like accepting of it but i just didn't want to tell other people because i was like oh my god they're gonna think it's weird they're gonna really? be like, wait what thousand percent because like i mean back when like i went to school i, f- I remember guys would use a like, gay as like a bad oh my gosh i had a soccer it, coach for like three years yeah. and be, like that's gay right it was like such derogatory and i remember i would hear that and be like okay so that's like i can't say that right because they're gonna be like you're gay right but 
like I always feel like I still accepted myself. I feel like I didn't have to like come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. I was just worried about what people were gonna say. That's so beautiful. Like that you yeah. always like like were like okay, word. That's just yeah. who I am. I huh. just like didn't think that deep into it. I guess. Yeah, that's good. Like, yeah. yeah, don't just be gay. Yeah. Just be- that's all you can do, babe. At the end of the day, be gay. Be gay. Last question. Okay. What would you tell your younger gay self? To not stress about it. Everything is gonna be okay. I remember I would like lay awake at night sometimes, like actually so like anxious and scared for like the day that I was gonna come out because like I knew I had to eventually and I was like so freaked out about it like petrified and I'm like if I knew what I knew now back then I wouldn't have like gave it so much thought I wouldn't right. have been like stressed every day about like what was actually gonna happen let me too because like now I'm good like you're, I'm living my best so life so good things are amazing yeah but I just I guess I didn't think it was gonna be like that so I was like stressed yeah you always, I think that was the biggest thing too, because you don't really know anything other than the environment that you're currently right. in, especially right. younger. Yeah. You can't conceptualize that there's like a greater world out there that's like ready to welcome right. you when you're ready to leave wherever you're at. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing for me too. Yeah. Was literally just like, oh gosh. Like, when am I going to say it? When am I going to say <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Because I also just, you move throughout different like transitional periods in your life. And I feel like, I mean, I walk into a room and people are like, a gay person. Mm-hmm. But when you used to walk into a room at like my, like 20, People didn't know. No. And like, but like, that's kind of always been the case for me. I just, it was like, oh my gosh, instant gay. Like yeah. right there. It was like instant ramen. But you know what else I think helped a lot? I was like, this was the time that like TikTok was starting to take off. Yeah. I remember it was like when I in college, like before I moved here and I didn't even know like how many people were gay. Like, cause when so I was from, I was like, gay. I literally knew maybe one person who came out. And then I remember getting TikTok though. And like, as TikTok slowly started becoming like, mainstream like more gay too i feel like that like so many gay creators started popping up yeah i was like wait there's like so many people who are gay and it almost seemed like they like they didn't like feel bad about it all or they, they, they didn't like they were just who they were and i was like wait girl i can be like that do you think it helps so much to be gay on social media or like do you think that like weighs in at all um like helps what uh do you think like gay or straight creators get more or less attention in media oh i feel like gay creators get more now yeah i don't know i feel like people just like eat it up more you know who like I it's s- like i don't want to say cool but i feel like it's like almost like cool it is no so especially on social media i think it's also like i think i saw a chris like a snippet of a chris olsen podcast he yeah. was on and it was like he kind of talked about being like a gay man and like I'm sure you probably have a large female audience as well. Mm -hmm. It's rare for women to feel safe around men, Mm -hmm. but like women feeling safe around like gay men is so much easier because there's that like comforting male energy. Right. I think that's what he said. Right. But like, yeah, I think, I think it definitely, I think it helps. I mean, plus when I'm like having a rough day too, it's kind of easy to just be like women and everyone's like, yay. Like girls going like, I don't know, guys going online and being like women are hot. It's like, it's an ick. It's an ick. It's like, (laughs) keep yeah. it away from me yeah but like if i go online and i'm like women are so beautiful they're so lovely people like yeah we love women yeah so it's just so there's it's, so it's much just, support too i feel like yeah because then people are like i don't know it's also like if you don't support it it's like <gasps> <gasps> right you told me you forgot well, about homophobia i forgot about homophobia <laughs> and i think it's because la is like i don't want to say a bubble but almost like a little bit of a bubble because everybody here is really accepting and I've never had any problems with like right. somebody being homophobic to me here. Like mm-hmm. I've actually never dealt with it. And I didn't know like what being gay was like in the, my hometown because I wasn't out at the time. So like there wasn't really anything bad to happen. 
But and I knew that there was like homophobia back there. Like people would be like, "That's gay," mm-hmm. like I said before. But it wasn't like terrible, terrible things people were saying. Anyways, I go on Omegle the other day to like film a YouTube video, and so many people on there were so homophobic mm-hmm. and not like Cutesy like keep it to themselves. Like cutesies, like I just don't agree with that. I'm talking like slurs, like horrible, like you need to like end your life, like horrible things. And I was like. I genuinely forgot. I genuinely forgot like people like that. You remember existed. when we went on Omegle and took a shot every single time somebody yes. was homophobic and we were trapped. It was a lot. <laughs> More like, so many shots we took. It was so many. We were it's crazy. Just obliterated. In like an hour. Yeah. Gone. We were remember, taking a shot like every thirty seconds. I, that's how I fractured my tailbone. Remember when I did a flip onto that ball did that you wasn't really a ball? From that? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She was broken. It's crazy though. Like I actually forgot that they existed. They? And then I was like, <laughs> Girl, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, wild. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me today on this very special episode with such a close person to my heart who I've known for so long. And he was so lovely and we felt so comfortable. This was lovely. This was incredible. It genuinely felt like we accidentally had a conversation and there was a camera there. I forgot about it for a sec. The first like five seconds I was nervous, girl. I said, I know. 10 seconds in, I was like, okay. I was trying to, let's yeah, talk. I was shaking my legs too. We got down to business. But Scott, what's going yes. on in your life? What do you have coming up and where can we find you? Yeah, what do I have coming up? Um, Hopefully a, hopefully a boyfriend. And then socials, you know, it's just Scott Cress. It's Scott Cress on everything. Everything. It's Scott Cress on everything. Maybe an underscore here and underscore there. Like throw it in the middle, throw it at the end, but it should come up. Okay. <laughs> that actually is so accurate. I was about yeah. to say, any underscores anyway. I put some, some places in the middle, some places at the end, some places at the beginning. <laughs> just everywhere. I just throw her all over the place. <laughs> she likes to be used. Anyway. And my name is Maddie Westbrook. You can find me absolutely anywhere at Westbrook. And when I say anywhere, I mean absolutely anywhere, including Scott's bed. Um, Ooh. I know. Ooh. Yeah. It's our soft launch, baby. <laughs> anyway. Um, Please tune in every single Thursday for a new episode of Closet Talk on my YouTube channel right here or anywhere you get your podcasts. Bye, everyone.